Okay, so Raim Tov, we continue in the Sefer Das Hasfiros. This will be our last class before Shavuos. And we're just about came to the end of Da'as. There's a few more pages, but it's very complicated. And I think it's a little bit ahead of where we are to understand. I'm going to just add one more part to Das before I go to Chesed. And we've been discussing so far the Mida, each uh, sphere, and what its corruption could be. So what's the corruption of Das? How do you corrupt Das? So, where do you find, who is the person in the Torah that represents the corruption of Das? That's Bilam. Bilam is the corruption of Das, because it says about Bilam that he was Yodea Das Elyon. He knew the Das of Hashem, but still wanted to go against it. And he took all the power of Das, and he did things to go against Hashem. He has the power of Das Hashem. What does he want to do? He wants to destroy the Jewish people. That's that's an interesting thing. Okay. Now, Bilam, we know, was the Navi for the non-Jewish world. That, that was the uh, counterforce against Moshe, who was the greatest prophet who lived. And Moshe brings us the power of Das. And Moshe's generation of Jews was called the Dordea, the generation of Das. And uh, similarly, when we talk about the sphere of Tiferes, which also needs to go straight through the middle, and that is the Tiferes of Yaakov. So that is what we have. On the other hand, Bilam has a root is Beis Lamedai in Bolea, which means to swallow up or absorb. And therefore, he uses this power to swallow up others. Okay. And just like there's a power of good in Das, so what's the power of good in Das? We've got the Chachman Bina. The Chachman wants to expand. The Bina wants to contract. The two of them can't get along. So what does Das do? Das says, let's find a way to get the best of both and to and to use it in a balanced way. And that needs a tremendous amount of power that's above, as we explained, to make that happen. And there's got to be a lot of the Keser. That is a power that's way above. So if you recall, we said that there's a corruption of Keser as well. We mentioned that long ago, that the corruption of Keser, we said, is being an atheist, being, being, being cruel, doesn't depend on anybody. That's the corruption of Keser. So the corruption of, of uh, Das has to be similar to that in a certain way. And the word Bil'am is the contraction of Bili'am without a nation, a man without a nation. What does that mean? A man without loyalty. And what did we say? What's the worst part about an atheist? He doesn't want to rely on anybody, not even to rely on others. The atheist is the island to himself. Bilam was Bilam, without any people. But what did he want? So now what does he wants to do? So instead of taking 
all the information and bring it to a good resolution and to build it and make it proper. So when it's in 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 the in the place of tuma, where it's the corruption of it, is to bring all of them, bring all the evil in that. Okay, and that's why you'll find certain Rishayim who are extremely bright, have a lot of wisdom, and using all their brains to hurt others. Okay, so now, what does it really mean then? So I believe what we're talking about here, Bilam is Bolea to swallow up. If you've got opposing opinions, okay, so what's the idea? You want to make some unity between them. What do you do when you got this is very strong opinion? This is a very strong opinion. This is coming from one way of expansiveness. This is coming from restraint. So now, how are you going to deal with it? Well, the good way is, okay, let's find a way to use both of them. To It should be a win-win. <coughs> the corruption of that is, well, we can't have the arguments, so we'll have it my way. There's no debate. You're oh, everyone's entitled to my opinion. Okay, as a great rabbi once said, everyone's opinion uh, entitled to my opinion. If you have my opinion, we can get along. And if not, not. So Bilam would take all the different forces and say, okay, something all the different forces to serve Hashem. We're gonna swallow up all those forces. And now I'm going to take all of you and I'm the one who's going to control this and you're not going to be able to... And that's why Billam would know the time to destroy people. What, how did Billam make his money? He didn't make his money by blessing people. He made his money by killing people. But if he had such power, why didn't he use it to bless people? Because you have much more control if you kill people. So this is the exact opposite of Das. And that's why you have... These counterpoints, where although Yaakov represents Tiferes, which is which is which is a binding as well, Esau's the opposite. Esau doesn't combine anything. This is the way I am. I'm completely made, and there's nothing to negotiate. So that's the opposite. That's the person who it's my way or the highway, and that's it. And I'm going to force you to accept my opinion. So there's going to be peace, not the kind of peace. That's a productive piece because we're really stifling. The one who is controlling isn't growing and the one who's being controlled isn't growing as, as well. So that is the corruption of Das. Okay, as they said, we're going to skip some of the other aspects over. It's a little bit too deep for this point in the game and maybe we'll come back to it later. So now we want to spend the, the majority of this class moving on to the 10th essay that speaks about the first Svira of Chesed. And the author, before he wants to get into chesed, he wants to just help us understand what are the basic differences between the three higher spheros and the seven lower spheros. So remember, first of all, let's discuss the partsuf, the face. So we already said before that keser, its partsuf, its face, is orach ampin, the long face, unmitigated good. Then we've got the next... Uh, uh, we have Chachman Bina, that's Abanima, which is also lots of giving, but less. So now we're coming to the next parts of is Zi'ir Ampim, is the short face. Okay, now what does that mean? 
It means a lot less giving in contrast to the Kesser. The Kesser is unlimited. And even the mother and father want to give a lot, but they're not, yeah, they can't be unlimited, but it's a lot. Here, the giving is a lot less for reasons that we'll fi find out in a minute because this is the real world where justice has to exist. So the amount of giving is going to be way less. So that's one idea. Another name for this partsof, in addition to Ze'erampim, is the what they call Vav Kuf, which is the Sheish Kitzavos, the six edges of Tiferes. In other words, the six next spheros, Chesed, Vura, Tiferes, Netzach, Yisod, Hod. That's the next six spheros, all go into this partsuf of Ze'er Anpin, which is also called the six edges of Tiferes. Um, and that's why, uh, and as well, you have to understand that this partsuf really deals with the conduct in this world. This is the, the, when you're looking at a plane of existence, the parts of Zerampin is this world. And in this world, the kindness of God doesn't appear to be that much. It is, but it's, there's a lot of things in the way that's not allowing it to happen. There's a lot of judgment going on. And in this world, we say there's six edges uh, as that's the way the world is. And we know everything in the physical world has six sides. You've got front, back, sideways, north, south, east, west, up and down, just like the, the lulav when we shake it around. There's six points. Everything's got six points. And therefore, we're dealing in a world with the six points of the physical reality. Okay? And uh, what, what happens in this part, so since we only have these spheros and these lower things that act on themselves, we don't have the three higher spheros of Chachma, Bina, and Das because they get from partsufim that are above them. Abanima, Keser, etc., etc. Okay, so now, again, to clarify these differences over here. So the Vilna Gaon says that the three higher spheros, Keser, Chachma, Bina, or with Das, they are always expressing an influence on the brain and what man is able to comprehend. But it's beyond, so to speak, remember, it's beyond the person himself because they're coming from, remember, in levels of neshama and chaya and yechida. So that's way, way beyond uh, what you're capable of doing on your own, but they're coming from an influence above and there's ways you can access that. Okay, but then when we're dealing, that's the three that are above. So a lot of it is we're not in control. You can't always be in control of what you're thinking, ideas you have. You know, that you could work on it, you could try to get it, but at the end of the day, it's all a gift from Hashem. This the real true understanding is you can try, but you know, you could try, and obviously if you don't learn, you're not gonna get any chachma. But you can learn and not understand anything. At the end of the day, you do all the work Morris says. If you, if you worked hard, you got the matzasa. You worked hard and you find it. What do you mean find it? It's just I worked hard and I got it. Mm -hmm. Yes, at the end of the day, it's always a gift. So you can try all you want. If you're going to succeed in learning or not, that's up to Hashem. 
However, the seven lower ones, you have a lot more input and a lot more demands that Hashem says he expects perfection. Okay? Now, what's happening is, our vote in this world, and remember we said that in this sphere of the six spheros, of the Ze'er Antin, that's where our main avoda is. The main avoda is to change our mitos. And that's what's in this world. So therefore, Hashem brought us into a very physical world. And in this physical world, a person has to choose between doing mitzvahs and learning Torah or not. And if he does mitzvahs and learn Torah, he will purify himself and he will purify the world. And that expression of this type of flow from Hashem and how we interact with that, this is called the partzuf. That's the realm of reality that um, expresses this natural world without the brains, without the mochim. When you look at this world and you take a film of what's going on in this world, do you see any brains? You don't see any brains. You see people acting the behavior that they are acting with. And, you know, you're not really going to tell. It's a natural world that works in natural ways. Okay. And that area is called the Za'er Ampim. You know, that's where we're trying to get spirituality to help us in this area, so to speak. And, of course, you want to get some hashba, some influence from the three higher um, spheros as well and the three higher Faces a chachma bin and das, where you want to bring spirituality into your world, but that's the choice that you're going to have to make to bring them into your world. And this is where we said a couple of weeks ago that where is the main avod of a person? Vilnagon says it's in this face of the zer ampin, the six edges of Tiferes, because the lowest part of the person we says is the nefesh. That's where the physical drives are. The highest, higher part is the third level of the neshama, which has the brains. And then the middle is the ruach, and that's the midos and the feelings. Okay. Now, that higher level of the brains, Vilna Gon says very cryptically, he says that doesn't depend on the abode of the person. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. If you don't do anything, you don't learn anything, you're not going to know anything. But you could learn and still not get anything. So Hashem has to give you a gift. Okay, Hashem, the light goes on. Now I get it. Okay, the lower part of the person, there's not much to avoda because it's a physical thing. It's just physical. So you do what you do. But how do I know what to do what I do? Therefore, the main avoda is in between the ruach, where the person chooses, is the ruach going to sublimate itself to the lower level and have feelings for Tivus and Gashmias, or will the nef of the Ruach subjugate itself to the higher intellect and therefore will perfect its feelings and he'll change his activities because the more you act properly, you get affected by what you're doing. And therefore the Vilna Gaon says the main vote in this world is to make a tikkun of your midos, to repair your midos, which is all in the part of the soul that's called Ruach, and when a person perfects it, he becomes a tool for the Shechina to rest on him. Because Hashem does not rest his Shechina on a person who has not perfected his Midos. And if he perfects his Midos, he now gets the gift 
of higher thoughts because the Shechina is resting with him. In other words, as we say, Derech Eretz Kadma Lator. You want the gift of Torah? You could learn all day long, and if you have lousy mitos, Hashem's not giving you nothing. You could know what to do, but that's not the really gift of Torah. So it doesn't mean to say you work on Derech Eretz forever and you don't learn. But the learning that you do in the beginning of your life really is not impacting you in such a great way. But once you work on the Midos, now Hashem gifts you the rest. So it's kind of a funny uh, two-way street over here. If you don't have good Midos, you're never going to get the Torah. But if you got the Torah, then it will affect even more the Midos. So there's a sort of an aspect of I'm purifying my Midos to the point that I can now access some of that higher level intellect. And then when that higher level intellect affects how I behave, I purify myself more, and then I'm deservant of more of this brain power, and it's a virtuous cycle that's happening. But if a person says, I'm just going to learn and be a Talmud I'm know every part of Torah, and if your midos stink, nothing's going to come of it. You're never really going to get Torah the way it's meant to be. You'll have a lot of facts and information, but it's not going to be your Torah. It's not going to be, you're not going to have that kind of das that you're going to live in that reality. So that's uh, the, the, the main idea. So as much as you could learn, at the end of the day, you're not getting anything. If it's all a gift. Well, the Midos is not so much a gift. That you gotta really work hard on. You still need help though. Not to say, the Gemara says, without Hashem's help, you wouldn't win. Help is one thing, gift is another. You really wanna understand Torah at the end of the day? You could try hard, you got a lot of information, but it's not going to be your Torah. It's just information. So, so you study university. Remember how much you, stuff you learned? How much did you stay, stick with? None of it, right? Except what you needed. But otherwise, you know, Torah should, could be that way, chas v'shalom. A lot of information. But how it stick with you. Ah, you got to have the mitos. That's where you work on that. And then you're able to get the gift. So that's where the ikkar avodah. But then how much brains you have Really doesn't matter. There are those who didn't have a lot of brains at all and were big Torah scholars. And a lot of people with a lot of big brains and they're not Torah scholars. So you have to have this Derek Eretz. So when everything is lined up well, so if you really got these good mitos, then the Torah that you're learning is something that can go into you much more. And then that will even affect your mitos even better. So we could say something like this. You're working on your mitos, you're working on your learning, you're working on your mitzvahs, it's all wonderful. And as we start off as young people, no one's expecting us to be perfect. But as we move on, the first thing that really has to happen is that we have a certain amount of intellect, because you got to learn to know what to do. you got to learn that there's an idea of mitos. What if you weren't taught that there's mitos? You don't even know what you got to perfect. So you need a bit of that. But then you've got to really work on those mitos. To the degree that the mitos become perfected, to that degree, you'll get the gift of the higher level spheros. And when you get the gift, then that will impact even more that your mitos leave me better because now you've internalized even more of that message. So that's how it basically works. But still, the main work is going to be in the seven spheros. The Savior Yetzirah writes that Avram looked at the whole world and he used seven um, verbs of what he did. It, it, like it says, and he, he beat, 
He looked broadly, he saw specifically Cheker, he investigated Haven, he understood Chokak, he etched Chatzav, Tzarev, different verbs he used. And then Hashem revealed himself, put him in his lap as it were, kissed him, and made a covenant with him. So the Vilnagon says, this statement of the Sefer Yitzhir that Avram wrote, it says seven expressions of reflecting in the ways of Hashem. And that really was, he was reflecting on the seven ways that God conducts his world down here, but the higher ones he couldn't think of. Ah, he believed in God. Yeah, he believed in God. That's true. But what the real key was, he wanted to see how God manifests himself in this world. That you can really observe. You could see, where, how does God have chesed in this world? That I can question, investigate, try to understand, try to implement in my life. Those are the seven. The things that are higher, I really can't understand the ways of Hashem. I can understand a little bit, but not in a way that you can really work on them, so to speak. And that's what we're saying. The seven Larmidas, that's what Hashem wants you to really check out and how you're going to behave on a daily basis. But the three higher ones, it's really not up to you since it's a gift of that brain that comes. Okay. And therefore, when we daven, the first real request is das. means a gift. I'm asking for a gift. And what's the gift? The gift is that das. Now you gotta want it, and you gotta wanna get it from Hashem, and that means a lot now. If you don't have good meetos, that ain't gonna happen. You're not going to get it without good meetos because why, why should God tell me anything? I'm smart enough. You understand? If you don't work on your humility, why do you need God to tell me how to live this world? I'm smart enough to figure it out. So that's why we can, we can ask for that because these are the three. Chachma bina das. Chachma bina vidas. That's what those are three you're at. And the Sfard, it says also, we say bina vahaskel. But they call chachma bina vidas. Those are the three, those are gifts from Hashem. Okay, so that is basically a critical difference. And therefore, the middles is what we really work on. That's why I'm, this, this last seven weeks, we've been working on these middles. So what happened to Chachma Bin Adas? Chachma Das, that was the Seder night. And what happened on the Seder night? Hashem gifts it to you. How does he gift it to you? You, you shut your hand down and say, Hashem, please give it to me all the steps of the Seder and we do what everything it says in the Seder Hashem says give me the gift of Chachma Bina Adas to have a deeper and the three matzahs that you eat give me a, a, through eating the matzahs and I'm opening myself up to deeper understandings of life so that comes to you a little more every Pesach and now let's with that little gift let's work on the Midos so now I'm going to get a bigger gift comes tomorrow night Shavuos Sure, you really want the big gift. You got a little gift on Pesach. You got a little vision of who you can be in terms of what you understand about Hashem. Now you want the big gift. You really want the gift of Torah. You want to have that Chachma and Das that comes with Hashem's Torah, and then you'll be able to work on all your spirituality. Okay, so now we're finished with this introduction. Now we're going to dig into Chesed. And there's a number of issues we have to understand. And the first question is, what's the difference between chesed and rachamim? Chesed is kindness. Rachamim is compassion. 
So what's the difference between them? So the idea is like this. Chesed is an independent force that's within a person that the person is built to give and be good to others. That is part of your DNA. Avramino had that mita of chesed. He gave to everybody without any limits, even to three strangers who looked like goyim. He just gave, and you see how lavishly he fed them. Because that's the essence of chesed, is giving without boundaries, to be programmed to do that. It doesn't matter who you give to, you give to everybody. That is chesed. You're looking for the opportunity. You're not waiting. How can I do chesed today? Oi, give up. I haven't done a chesed in the last three hours. Where am I going to find it? You're addicted to a chesed. It's not, it's against your nature. What are you talking about? It's it's your, it's who you are. Those are the, the, the attributes that you wanted to be a gomal chesed. To always want to give to others. That's built in. Rachamim, though, is different in two ways than chesed. Number one, Rachamim is not a consistent nature that's in the person every second. It's got to be aroused. To have compassion, it's got to be aroused by either seeing something that's happening. You're seeing Nebuch, a person who's starving, and he's begging you. Okay? And uh, then it just arouses you feelings to help the person to let Nebuch feel bad for him. But if there's a guy that's, that's fine, I have no mercy out of him. There's nothing to be merciful for. But Chesed, even though he's fine, he's a millionaire, I guess little Chesed for him. Another difference is that Rachamim is not based on necessarily giving. Because sometimes the biggest mercy is not to give. You have a child who's an addict. So what does Rachamim say? Give him as much money as he asks for. Right? Give him as much. Ah, he's going to kill himself? That's not a contradiction of chesed. Rachamim, mercy says, have rachmonas on you. I can't give you the money because I'm going to hurt you. So therefore, Rachamim doesn't make any distinctions. You just give. Now, obviously, Rachamim alone is not going to work. But if you want to know what's that core meter, that core meter Rachamim is I'm a, a kindness machine. Always looking for kindness. I'm not even thinking if he needs it, doesn't need it, I just do it. I don't need to be aroused, I just do it. And it could very well be, it will be hurtful. Okay, that's why we need six aspects of chesed. We need kvur of chesed, tiferes of chesed. No one mita alone is going to be good. So we've got to refine it. Rachamim, though, we'll see is also a mita, but that already is more something has to trigger it. Chesed doesn't need to be triggered. You may think you're doing a chesed because you were triggered by Rachmanus. But it really was not Rachamim and not chesed. That's what it's between Avram and Eov. Avram, the major says, he, uh, Eov says, okay, guest comes. Eov would say, okay, what are you used to eating? Chicken? I'll make you chicken. What are you used to eating? Steak? I'll give you steak. We're used to eating porridge. I'll give you porridge. So what was he doing? He had rachamim. He said, "This is what guy's used to. He doesn't have. I'll give him what he's used to." I'm never asked the question. Here's filet mignon. I don't care what you're used to eating. I want to give you the best. 
Yeah, but it, aren't you just there to satisfy my hunger? What does that have to do with anything? I just do good. And I can give everybody a steak. If I got the money, I'll give everybody a steak. What are, what are you asking any questions for? Now, that's a big difference. Now, the next point is that a person has a nature that he wants to do kindness to other people. Why? Because you're in the image of God. And just like Hashem, what's the root of Hashem? Olam chesed yibana. The reason Hashem created the world, it was all based on chesed. Hashem, why? No wise, I just, I'm a giver, giver, giver. So, therefore, a person is an image of God, so that root desire of chesed comes of that inner chelek elokaimi mal, that he is in the image of Hashem. And more than that, the more chesed you do, the more you strengthen the meter of chesed inside of you, and you can make yourself more and more like the creator, where you make the chesed even better. You know, you, you, you want to do good, sometimes you mess up and it didn't turn out to be so good. So, okay, I'll do it some more, do it some more, and it gets becomes a stronger. You can be good at something, but the more you do it, the stronger it is, and the more refined it is, and you, you, just like in athletics, you can have a person who's naturally athletic. Okay? But he can be better. <laughs> How? By doing more athletics. Right? And that's what the Vil Nagon said. It's written in Reb Chaim Volosh's introduction to the Sefer Nefesh Chaim. He said, he said about his Rebbe, the Vil Nagon. He said, and this is what my Rebbe told me all the time. A person was not created for himself. He was created only to help others according to his abilities. That's all it's about. Okay? So what does that mean? Because you're a chesed machine. And therefore, the reason why the creation of a person is to benefit others is as we said. Because the meat of chesed to others, it's the root of the of all the meetups before anything else happened. It was chesed. And you're in the image of Hashem to do kindness to others. Okay, the more you do it, the more you like Hashem. And does Hashem do kindness once? It's constant chesed. So our job is constant chesed. And now you come to a very interesting point, and we'll end it with this. The Gemara Nebuchadnezzar says, Someone who learns Torah, but doesn't do any chesed, he's like someone who has no God. You're learning Torah all day long, and I'm so busy. I don't have. A, I don't even make it in my calendar to do chesed with us. We're not saying an opportunity came. He said no. He says I'm in the base bench all day long, all day long. I go home, sleep. That's it. I'm learning Torah nonstop. So what does that mean? Well, certainly when a person is studying Torah, he is working on his higher part of the mind. He's working on those three higher levels. That's for sure. And that's a good thing. But if he does only kindness, then what's happening is he's not bringing what he understands into the world of action. Everything you're studying is meant that you should do certain behaviors in the world. Because what's chesed? Chesed is when a person wants to emulate his creator. So if you're learning Torah, but you're not doing chesed, you're not doing actions that express 
that you're in the image of God, so it's like you don't have a God. He's not, how are you showing us that you're godlike? You're not doing any chesed. I, Bo, I'm learning so much Torah, and I'm connecting to Hashem in such a great way. Yeah, you're, you're a theoretical Jew, but it's like you don't have a God because you didn't bring it into action. And that's what Huttner says in the Sefer Pachet Yitzchak. He says that the meat of chesed is at the root of creation because it says, Olam chesed yibana. Before there was a world, there was chesed to build the world. In other words, the other five or six spheros that come afterwards, they're from this trajectory called chesed. So when I'm doing everything else, well, why am I doing vura and why am I doing uh, uh, hod and all these things? Because of the chesed. It's all being driven by chesed. So that becomes the root of more than anything else. And that was God's root. So if you're not engaged in chesed, so then what are you doing to build the world? I'm learning Torah. Oh, wonderful you're learning Torah. And learning Torah will show you how to do chesed better. <laughs> but if you're not doing anything, imagine Hashem. Hashem was in the first three worlds. Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. When are you going to create the world yet? I'm thinking. I don't do chesed, God says. Well, then he's thinking there's no world. So you're learning Torah. you got to build the world too. But I got, you're not doing anything. So how are you like God? And therefore, it doesn't mean to say you do chesed all day long. And how much chesed, that's another story. But you'll find that all the great gedolim, when a chesed opportunity came, they'd stop. And they would do chesed if it's if so, if something needs to be done. They would do it. Okay, we're going to end it here. We're going to have a bit of a break till next Monday. But Amir Tzashem will continue this next week. Thank you.